0: Welcome to the What to Read Next podcast. In this podcast, your host, Lori Amin, will invite a bookish guest to share their favorite book recommendation. If you share a passion for books and know what's looking for your next read, then join us. Welcome to What to Read Next podcast. Today's bookish guest is Hunter from Shelf by Shelf Instagram account. Hi, Hunter. Hi. So happy to have you here. tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: I'm so happy to be here. Um, So (laughs) there's not really much to tell. Um, I am a vigorous reader an occasional i say occasional i write every day uh i write um and do portraits and a lot of yoga and hide in my house and that's about it
0: <laughs> i love it i love what you share in your bookstagram account and i love that you share your writing and your doodling which is beautiful by the way so <laughs> it's it's amazing what do you do thank you I try
1: I do it's so funny because when I first started sharing like other things I was worried I was like oh no like are people gonna like leave because I'm not sticking I mean because I stick to books in my posts but I do share a lot of everything else in my stories Mm -hmm. and I thought people would be annoyed but people seem to enjoy it so
0: yeah I think it gets an insight of the person beyond the books because there's so much that we can share about ourselves so it's kind of fine
1: absolutely yeah
0: yeah. So let's talk about yoga and you have a yoga drama, an ongoing yoga drama. So what was what has sparked the drama?
1: So like um when I turned twenty five, um, one of my friends was like, I was saying that I wanted to be healthier and do more and um and I, I was I'd been going to the gym but not really going. And um I told my granny, I said, I need therapy, but I can't afford to like have therapy and go to work out. And she said And my granny said, she's like, you should try yoga because then it will be like, kind of like both. Mm -hmm. And so I started doing yoga, but I thought I had an idea of what it was, but then I did not. And it was very, like, if you don't know what yoga is and you just go into it kind of blind, it can seem very strange because people are very comfortable. That's very relaxed. And the first time I ever shared anything about it was actually, um, somebody passed gas in class and I was thinking somebody would like address it and nobody did. (laughs) And then it happened again, like a few minutes later and nobody addressed it and it was the same person too. And then it happened again and I was like, Oh, excuse you. And then like everybody like looked at me in judgment because I was the one to say something and I didn't know that you weren't supposed to like comment on it. And, um, and then like, I would, I would like look at people and be like, Oh wow. Like there's like, someone was so attractive and I would just talk about it on my stories. Not so I didn't say it to them. And then people just got very invested in, like, this, like, ongoing, you know, journey of yoga with me. And I guess that, like, I just have a very different viewpoint on it. And so people like that.
0: Yeah, I love your viewpoint about yoga. Because it's like, you just, you're sharing what we think about it. Where, you know, we try to be all zen and try to be all, like, comfortable in ourselves with the realities. We have running commentary about other people <laughs> absolutely the thing is you
1: know I think um yeah I have a problem with like not really having a filter sometimes but I've learned to just kind of channel it I almost feel like um I I think yeah I think we all have those those like running commentaries in our heads but um I always think of them almost as in America's Next Top Model when the models will go into the confessionals and they'll tell everything they think yeah I kind of yeah, I kind of feel like, and that's how I use my Instagram at this point. Is like, I'm like, okay, like this is my like safe space to like tell <laughs> everything.
0: I love it. You're living a reality show. You got your own producer, you know, pumping you questions so you can tell the confessionals. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I love it. So now let's talk about books, because um, you have a books on your account. Um, mm-hmm. So, what is your ideal book? What type of plot of characters or story that you tend to like?
1: Um. So. I I love a really sad I love a really sad story but um generally my my go-to book I, it has to be I'm really fascinated with language and I love I love to read on a sentence level and so I love beautifully written sentences mm-hmm. and I can kind of look past flaws in the plot or sometimes even in character if the language is beautiful enough. But preferably my favorite things are language and character. So anything that's like character driven with beautiful language, that's my I guess which they say literary fiction is all very character based and language focused. So
0: Yeah, so what kind of books were you would fall into this category that you like?
1: Um okay I love Swamplandia by Karen Russell, which is very Southern Gothic magical realism and the way she describes things is just so unique and beautiful. Um, I love that. I also love, um, I love book, uh, Hanya Yanagahara. She wrote A Little Life and The People in the Trees. And that is, that's, I think that's also along that line. I'm trying to think. There's so many. Um, Alexander Chi writes a lot about this. Lauren Groff actually is amazing. She, she, hers are very character focused and they also are, her language is just phenomenal
0: so let's talk about the other side of the coin what are your least favorite qualities in a book that you know you should avoid
1: um <laughs> let me think I generally I like pretty much almost any book but I'm not a huge I'm not a huge fan of um I guess it's not even I like upmarket fiction but I guess just like the it's like the those books that you find at the supermarket like Mm -hmm. anything like any type of those like binge reads are just not really for me and then i think this also this other side goes without saying but i don't if a book is problematic then it's just really hard for me to enjoy it just because Mm -hmm. i know like i i I, my my kind of little jiminy cricket gets in the way and i'm like okay can't i can't look past that so
0: i hear yeah um so what are your go-to genres
1: um, it's I definitely anything within the literary fiction all of those subgenres genres within there I love but my go-to genre that's outside of that is actually memoir mm-hmm. um, and specifically like this is horrible but I love memoirs where someone is like going through it like <laughs> like it like the worst that like if it's a bad childhood that's my favorite Um, so the worse the childhood the better I'm like yes I'm here for it like let's hear your trauma
0: I love it. So what are some of your go-to memoirs or memoirs that fill this need?
1: Yeah, I, um, my favorite memoirist is Mary Carr. She wrote a book called The Liars Club, um, which is about her childhood growing up in Texas. And then she also wrote a memoir called Cherry, which is about her teenage years. And then she wrote a memoir called Lit, which is about like late teens until like uh, middle age, where she dealt with alcoholism and she became a Catholic. It's very fascinating, but I love those. And I also love, um, let's see, I'm trying to think. There's so many. Um, I I just recently, I, I read a memoir that's coming out next year. It's called Mer- uh, Fairest by Meredith Talison, And that one was fascinating and it's uh she's a trans um Korean um albino immigrant woman who like and, and that and all of and it's about all about identity in so many fascinating ways um that I just haven't really seen it, like expressed before. And and I also loved In the Dream House by Carmen Maria mm,
0: Machado, I think. Machado. Yes. I think
1: so. Yeah, I think you're right, yeah.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so now let's go to the fun stuff. What are some of your most anticipated new releases? So
1: okay, so um some of my there's so many, but I know for sure the new Otessa Mashweg, um, she has a book call, coming out called Death in Her Hands. Mm-hmm. And that one I'm really excited about because um I loved my year of rest and relaxation and I thought it was so um so funny for dealing something so so awful in some ways so i love and i i just want to see what she does next and then i also am excited for emma straub's all adults here because i she to me is like she's it's well written and thoughtful but it's also fun enough to be a beach read Mm -hmm. i love that and i'm also really excited for the vanishing half by brit bennett because Mm -hmm. i love the mothers and i just want to i just and that cover is so beautiful so
0: I love it. And who are your go-to buy authors?
1: Um, I think that there' uh, so many, but definitely Lauren Groff. I will buy anything she could literally write. I mean, about betting, and I would buy it. <laughs> uh, Karen Russell, Honey Anagahara, Gillian Flynn, Alexander Chee, um, Jasmine Ward, for sure. There, but yeah, those are those are kind of the same. And, and they all kind of have a lot of similarities in their writing, too, that I kind of go for, so. I
0: love it. Which two books have you read in the past few months that you recommend?
1: Um, there's so, like, this is one of those where I'm trying to, like, narrow it down because there's so many, because this year has been so good about books. Like, it is amazing how many books there are that are coming out. Um, But I read Real Life by Brandon Taylor back in January, mm-hmm. and it is phenomenal, beautifully written, it, it just, I have not seen a book quite like it. Um, but if I had to like put it in a, it would be almost like if um, Philip Roth and Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie wrote a book together, which sounds really strange, but that was really good. I also loved Kept Animals by Kate Milliken, which just came out this month. Um, and at first I thought it was just a book about a girl and her horse, kind of like Flicka. And it was, it, it's, it's about so many more things than that. And it actually has the perfect ending, I'm convinced. And then I also just finished a book called Shiner uh, by Mary, by Amy Jo Burns. And every single line is like a song. It is beautiful. Mm. So those are definitely songs that i have recommending.
0: I love it. And so what's on your TBR?
1: Um, once again, too many, but um, definitely Transcendent Kingdom by Ya Jesse. Uh, she wrote Homegoing a couple years ago and it was one of my favorite books I'd read at the time. And I just know that her next book is going to be great. And then also The Death of Vivek Oji, I believe, by Akwaeke Um I think they're an awesome writer and I loved, I loved both of their debuts, um, but Emezi's was Freshwater. And that one I've really enjoyed. Um, and then I also want to read this memoir that's um, just recently come out called Children of the Land. Um, which I hear is really good.
0: Yeah, I heard that's really good. It's about um immigrant story, Mexican-American. Yeah. So that's an interesting story. It's very timely, you know. Oh, yeah. So that's awesome. So where can you find me online?
1: Um, you can find me on Instagram at um, Shelf by Shelf. And I also have a blog that I'm currently retooling, but you can still find a lot of my backlist reviews and it's www.shelfbyshelf.com.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Hunter, for being on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. If you enjoyed this podcast, feel free to share with friends, subscribe, or rate and review the show. This is the easiest way to support this podcast. Want to join a romance-loving community? Want weekly book recommendations, monthly author Q and As, and book recommendation meetups? Make new friends. Then join our Patreon community. To sign up, please follow the links in the show notes. What we next podcast is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts to love on frolic.media slash podcasts. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.